Hello and welcome to this episode of the Wind Down Rewind. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us this week as we will be talking about... Um, I had, Tammy, this week's episode is just full of problematic people. There's no way around it. Um, we can start with the story that we talked about on the last episode. Um, Sharon Osborne. Um, it's official. She is going to be leaving the talk and CBS is going to pay her five to $10 million to shut up and go. So, um, are you going to miss her? I know the talk was one of your favorite shows. Yes, it was. I'm crying on the inside right now over the lack of her presence on this show that I loved and couldn't miss. Um, no. And I think that they paid good money to get rid of her. Um, I don't think that is too much to get rid of her because at the end of the day, it's not like they could sit, tell her to go and not give her a dime. Um, they had to give her something. So five or 10 million, eh, that's a drop in the bucket for CBS um, compared to how much ABC had to pay when they were getting rid of Megyn Kelly. Um, yeah, I'm sure CBS is like, yeah, five, 10 million. Here you go, Liv. Bye. Go back across the pond. You good? <laughs> It's a it's a it's a tax write off where they could just write it off. Yeah, like they it's a shrug of the shoulders kind of money, you know? <laughs> like if we you know, and I, I'm not a like I said before when we we're talking about it, I'm not a fan of the talk. I'm not a fan of Sharon Osborne. Um it's just amazing how long she to me, how long she was able to get away with this behavior. And it seems like they're paying her. I understand the I understand it on, on a business level, I understand it, but it just seems like they're paying her for her bad behavior. I don't know. Um, but like you said, it, it I guess it does it is just a drop in the bucket for them. Um and in another story, uh problematic, I guess we're gonna start this one off. Um Leading off our problematic people is Florida Representative Matt Gates. I call him the creepy Eddie Munster. Um, he he does look like a creepy, sweaty version of Eddie Munster um, from the Munsters. No offense to Eddie Munster, you know, but um, he is being accused of sex trafficking a minor, um, prostitution, uh, illegal drug use. Um, I don't know if the legal drug use is in conjunction with the prostitution charges. Um, uh, identity theft is has brought its way up into all of this. Um, it's, it's just a really, really bad case. But um, the the minor in question is uh, she was 17 at the time, um, and he referred to her as a 17 year old woman. And um, I know you had uh, an opinion about that. Um, referring to a 17-year-old as a woman is I mean, not a good look. Huh? Well, it's, it's not. I mean, you know, no 17-year-old is a woman. They're still girls. But the news kind of took it and ran with it because I did see some stories on the news where they referred to her as a 17-year-old woman. And I'm just like, no, nope, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't try to excuse his behavior by making people think that a 17-year-old is a woman because when it's convenient, they want to say how well they're young, they don't know no better. And then when it's inconvenient, all of a sudden they're grown 
and they should have known better than to say than to go along with it. So no, she's not a 17-year-old woman. She's a 17-year-old girl that was um that had a predator who's like, ain't he like pushing 40? Yeah, he's 38. Oh, there you go. A 38-year-old man, you know, going after a 17-year-old girl. Yeah, not a good look. Yeah, um, it, it's not. And aside from that, um, you know, and if, if you took her across state lines, that's where the trafficking comes in. So they're trying to figure that all out. But um, he and his friend, another uh, Politico in, in Florida, God, you got to love Florida. Um, they were going onto the sites where you women advertised or people advertised money for favors and goods although for some reason it wasn't necessarily prostitution it it just walked that line of being legal but the thing the other part of this is that once you got once you get more into the story it turns out that it seems like Gates and his friend actually turned into pimps because they would convince or paid they would have they would pimp these women out to their friends and tell them to have sex with other friends and he was going around sharing these pictures of his underage I don't even want to call him conquest of his underage dalliances with people in Congress. It's just a really sick story. Um, and it, and the more that comes out about it, the creepier it gets. Um, question, and, uh, question, question. Yes. Now yes. we understand that Matt Gates is a fucking asshole who needs to go somewhere and die. But who are these people that he showed these pictures to though? That's who I want to know. Who are your people? Who are your people, Matt? Who looked at these pictures and thought, oh, this is fun. Oh, my gosh, she's sexy. Oh, you got her, too? Like, who are these people? Give me some names. Give yeah. me some names. Because yeah. you know one of them is Jim Jordan. You know one of them is Jim Jordan. <laughs> you know that. Come on, give me some names. Give me some names. Stop being anonymous well, with this. That's that one of the things that people are asking. Like, who are the people that you're showing this shit around to on the house floor? And then the other part of that is um, they had a point system. Uh, it, it, I mean, the more you read the story, the more you feel like you really need to go take a bath or a shower. And I'm with you. You need to put this mug up under the gel and just, you know. Um, a so point we will system see. like they point- in high school or college. Yeah, like, like you're not 40-year-old men who know fucking better. It's a yeah. frat. It's a friggin' frat. And they're treat they've been treating it like a frat. And that's oh, why why you getting me like this, Eddie? Because I I be, <laughs> I be thinking to myself, like, what pisses me off the most is this proves the fact that Republicans are now being elected not to do a job, but just to have fun and get paid six figures to sit there and talk nonsense all day long. That is all the reason why they are elected, they run for office, and they go to Washington. And every single time that something else like this comes out, it just proves the point. It proves the point. It Okay. <laughs> and it does prove a point because that takes us to the next thing. The Republican Party is crickets. Crickets on this. They are saying nothing. The whole, you know, um, the whole party of family values. They're not, they're now categorizing a woman, as a girl as a 17 year old woman. Uh, they're not calling for any sort of resignation or anything like that. They're not saying anything. Um, and whoever the head of the Republican uh, Minority Caucus uh, 
Kevin McCarthy, initially he said he was not going to remove him from any of his posts or his commissions until he was uh, convicted. But then he said if he were, then after he caught backlash for that, he said, well, if it happens that he's indicted, um, then he would actually remove him from um, his his post and his... his, And when he uh, is indicted, he's going to move the goalpost again and be like, well, we'll wait to see exactly how the trial goes. And then if he's convicted, then they're going to move the post again. We'll wait until he goes to jail and then he won't have the position anyway. Like, that's how it's going to go. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, this is the party of family values who uh, they don't want to even and they don't even want to take their kids to pizza parlors now because, you know, that's where all the child pornography and stuff is going all the way back to the whole Hillary Clinton thing in a pizza parlor and all that kind of stuff. But um, but so while they're too busy to talk about this, um, they're why they don't want to talk about this. They're too busy trying to raise voting rights in other states. So, as you know. Um, Georgia ramped through a crazy ass voter suppression bill, um, which it does go back to Jim Crow. Like people are saying, oh, you're being um, hyperbolic by saying comparing it to Jim Crow. No, it's bad. It's really bad. And a lot of people were focused on the fact that you couldn't give you can't give the people food and water like it is a crime to give them food and water if they're waiting in long lines. But um, it, it goes deeper than that, where the state, where they can actually take over the voting commissions in counties that are not going the way that they think they should go. So, I mean, it's it's bad. And um, apparently, you know, people knew it was coming, but they didn't know it was coming as fast as it did. It passed the Georgia House in one day, then it passed the Georgia Senate the same day, and then the governor signed it into law in front of a picture of a slave plantation, yes, in 2021. Real, that is for real. So, um, and apparently the CEO of Delta had helped them write this bill. And he thought he was doing a good thing when he got the souls to the polls part taken out, you know, because they were talking about uh, that being a big deal. Um, so Delta and Coke, they finally start speaking out about it. And as of yesterday, Major League Baseball pulled the... Um, the all-star game from Atlanta and of course now the Republicans are mad because that's cancel culture so um, and Hollywood is uh, people are now speaking out about whether or not uh, Hollywood should remove or should stop filming in Georgia because you know they call that the Hollywood of the South they need to give that up Hollywood ain't going nowhere well, your home state is your home state is uh, trying to take that business away. They need um, to give that up. That. Hollywood ain't moving <laughs> from Georgia. They not like you can you can you can uh, say about how you gonna blackball and everything like that, but you know I feel like Hollywood that's in Georgia is too big to fail. So no, you ain't boycotting their movies. No, you like it, no they're. They're not moving their production, like <laughs> because it's the same thing as when. Oh, what was the, the the law about the bathrooms? Um, and then they were putting pressure on Disney and all the other movie studios to move um, out of Georgia, and they didn't. Um, they came out, out of North Carolina. It. Oh, is it North Carolina? They did. No, yeah, no, no. they did Georgia, do some of their projects. Georgia was talking about actually, they were talking about it 
and you know you know the companies came out against it and everything like that but they 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 stuck through they stuck through um it's not they're not moving they they're going to stay there cuz they're making boatloads of money and they get all their tax breaks and everything else all the benefits of being in Georgia so they're going to come out and say a good game but at the end of the day every single one of those big companies Coca-Cola Delta um Home Depot which you know just a whole nother thing um they're all going to stay where they're at so yeah i mean i appreciate you coming out with a good word yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to move like Home Depot, Chick-fil-A. I don't expect anything from them. They're going to they're going to they're going to do what they do. Take on that whole Southern, you know, um, but th- I, I think um, applying pressure, it, it might work. Do I do I really see Hollywood stopping some of their productions? Yeah, I see some some people not wanting to to go there to work mall, Mark Hamill mall fries not the big ones like the one of the major studios is all of the Marvel movies are made in Georgia like they're not moving to another state like they're going to continue to make their movies in Georgia until it's no longer financially feasible for them to make their movies in Georgia so we can put pressure but at the end of the day they ain't going nowhere they're going to stay where the money is good. So, um, well, where do you think our state, Texas, is next on the uh, voter suppression bandwagon? Although we already have some very restrictive voter, is, voting If it goes here. through, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I wouldn't either. But now, I guess the businesses, um, they're, they're jumping out ahead of it. AT&T, American, Southwest, Dell, um, Microsoft, they're already you know, putting pressure on the Texas um, legislature to uh, not pass, uh, to not pass the law. But we'll see, you know, Texas, they have no fucks to give when it comes to shit like that. I think Republicans have no fucks to give. And what they've proven is that at the end of the day, um, and this was proven from last summer as well, companies speak a good game. They, They talk a good game a lot and they talk about how they're all about equality and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it's about the bottom line. And if these states continue to be cheap enough in taxes for them to stay in these states, they're not moving. Like the ML, like the baseball all-stars, that's a game. Like, like, I mean, you know, how many teams do they have in the country? Like, I, I, like I, I appreciate it. And I love the fact that they did that. Um, but at the end of the day, like these companies that are stationed in these places, like they're not leaving. You can put pressure, but if they go against it because it's been proven in Georgia that he still passed that law and ain't none of them planning on leaving Georgia. If Texas passes this law, I don't see none of these big corporations packing up and leaving Texas. No, they're going to stay there behind in Texas. So I can see Texas still going through with it, even with pressure, because they're going to look at it and be like, y'all can talk to me all you want. But at the end of the day. You gonna say you're behind right in Texas with these low taxes? Well, see, and that, and I get what you're saying. The the Georgia law was passed before anyone. Well, they knew it was coming, but I don't think anyone thought it was going to pass as soon as it did. So the company speaking out um, that came after the fact, um, especially with Delta and Coca Cola and Delta basically thinking they did something by whatever. They said before they stepped in, it was a lot worse. And then they got a lot of backlash for that. But, and I agree, is it, and um, someone else was talking about, they said, well, the companies are going to move and I'm with you. It's not as easy to pick up and move a multi-billion dollar corporation as you think it is. 
But the other thing is that, um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these companies give a lot of their money to GOP candidates because they know that they can be bought and get what they want, especially the tax break. So um, that's the thing that they're saying is that will they stop giving money to the candidates? Will they stop supporting? Them? Um, will they will? And uh, it comes to us. The bottom line is for us. If we put pressure on the companies, you know, but uh, we'll have to see it, if we get a national. I'm a cynic. And I know you're an optimist. And I guess that's why we work so well. Because I'm a cynic. <laughs> and so um, with my cynicism, what I'm going to say to that is publicly, these companies will say that they're no longer giving money to these candidates publicly. But I feel that they're going to find another way to make sure these candidates get the money that they need because those low taxes is what they're going for. And the fact that they treat corporations like they're people too, they have feelings, um, that they can tell me that pressure is going to stop them from donating to um, these Republicans. But at the end of the day, like, is it really? Is it really? Because... They're still going strong. Republicans are still going strong after what happened in the summertime when all these companies said they were pulling their money. Republicans still going strong. So how they still got all this money? Where this money coming from? Yeah, I don't believe it. But it's a nice <laughs> thought, though. It's a real nice thought, and I appreciate them coming out with some words. But I don't trust corporations to actually follow through in the end when things get tough. And so at the end of the day, Republicans going to continue to do their assholery moves because they continue to be protected by these corporations privately, if not publicly. That's my cynicism. My optimist, the optimist in me wants to say, gosh, you're wrong. Golly jeepers. It wants to say. (laughs) It wants to say. But sometimes the realist and the cynic in me wins out, and I'm riding with you on that. It's like I'm I'm to the point where actions speak louder than words, and um, you know it 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 sounds good. You're talking a good game, but what's going to happen? And um, the bottom line is, you really need to do something about you know because we really need to do something about this on a federal level because this isn't about voter fraud it's about voter turnout and you know um the more people that turn out you realize that more and more people fewer more and more people are disagreeing with you and your party and your politics and they're voting the other way so um that's all that's really about uh we'll see what happens with that um but it's something to keep an eye on definitely and see how Hollywood responds to this um, if they start moving their movies um, and their productions. I know some of them, especially the ones that have already been tapped to film, it's going to be hard to move those, but will they continue to bring newer productions there? Um, and it would be a good thing for your state, your home state of New Jersey. People want to go, go to New Jersey. Fall. You know how high New Jersey taxes is? Please, stop it. He's giving... The governor is given tax breaks. That is a lie. With New York so close, no matter how much tax breaks he gives, it will never be cheap enough to have production companies move to New Jersey. New Jersey is right below New York. Like, it, they looking at them like, <laughs> do they forget where they're located? That's probably what they were saying in the room when they were talking about it. 
hey, you might have a good mob movie. They were, they, film nah, they were laughing at Uncle Phil. <laughs> they were laughing at Uncle Phil. They were like, yo, Uncle Phil, you cool. But nah, bro. Nah. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know. This next one is something that, in this case, uh, I, I'm, I don't know. We, we kind of talked about it, but the, speaking of Texas, uh, the Houston Police Department has officially opened an investigation into Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson and the plethora, that is the SAT word for the day, plethora of cases um, against him for alleged sexual assault, sexual abuse, sexual misconduct. Um, and this is one of those cases where I'm, I'm taking the wait and see route. It's I don't know. I you can't believe that all twenty one women are lying, and you the, just some of the ones, some of the complaints I've read though have been sketchy. Um, you want to believe the women, you don't want them to be lying because it makes it bad for other women. Um, but one thing I I am sick of hearing is, well, if they're telling the truth, why did it take so long for them to come forward? Um, I'm sick of them putting that on women. Uh, we all deal with things differently, uh, so. Yeah, okay. So, I will say that having conversations with people, like, that, that is a lot of people's thought process. And I usually hear that a lot from women, right? Um, because you don't realize how you will react in a situation until you're in that situation. And I don't necessarily know Deshaun Watson because, you know, I'm not a sports person, really. Um, so, I don't follow football. I know he plays football, though. <laughs> I don't follow football. <laughs> but um, what I do want to say is it is a difference between it is even worse for a woman to come forward when it is a celebrity, someone who is well known compared to someone who's not well known. So if there are women out there who wouldn't even come forward when it's a no name person, someone who they just met in their everyday lives, why isn't it feasible to think that women who go get into these situations with celebrities, with athletes, also wouldn't want to come forward because of this very reason because a lot of times people love them so much that they put them on a pedestal like they can do no wrong and you question the victim before you question the actions of the person who did the who did it yeah I mean I'm like I said I, I'm not this is one just because of some of the complaints I read, especially when we're talking about the first one, um, the first woman who accused him. I'm like, what? It, it just from the sketchy ass lawyer to some of what she was to some of what she was saying. It's like okay, and then as more and more cases start to come forward, I'm like, what the hell? Like, like I said, they all can't be lying, and I'm not a Texans fan or Deshaun Watson fan. It's just. It's just a lot out there. But that was the one thing in conversations I've had, too. That's the one thing I hate is, well, if it really happened, why did they wait so long? And, I, and I'm and i like, you never know what you would do until you're in that, that situation. situation. So, so stop saying if it happened, then why did they come forward sooner? And I'm with you. And especially when I can't remember once I can't remember which state it was. But this is just recently. Their, their court, their, their Supreme Court in the state overturned a felony rape conviction because the woman willingly got drunk. So because she was drunk, it wasn't okay for this dude to do what he did to her, to sexually assault her. That was this court's ruling just this week. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, we can go back to, you remember, um, the, the teenage boys, the athletes. 
um, the football players. And then you had the teenage girl who got drunk, teenage drinking. Um, and then, you know, when they passed her photo around and everything like that, that's when people thought it was a little strange, like what's going on. But everybody kept coming out with, well, you know, I mean, do we really want to destroy their lives over this one little incident? Yes, yes, yes. So they never again think that a woman, a girl who is drunk on a bed is open for your friends to run a train on. Yes. But would their lives be destroyed or would they go on to become um, a, a sitting judge on the fucking Supreme Court or God <laughs> forbid, president of the United States? Eddie, you know, I feel like there was a little bit of anger in your voice when you said that. <laughs> I mean, really? Did I channel my inner Tammy? You did, you did, you did. I was like, ooh, I felt it coming towards me. <laughs> I, I, it, it, you know, it, it, it just, it drives me crazy. It pisses me off and I'm going to say it again. Stop telling women what we should and should not do to be attacked. And stop telling men and start teaching men how not to be fucking predators and attackers. Too sure. You know. Um, so that pisses me off. And um, staying with the Southern, since you know we love the South and we live in the South. What? This one I kept off the list because I just wanted to hear your reaction. This one takes us to the great state of Alabama, okay? Um, Alabama has forbidden yoga. Hello? Do I need to repeat that? I, I was waiting for the rest of the story. <laughs> That's it. It, uh, it. Okay. Why? The rest of the story is you cannot, uh, they do not allow yoga in their school. Yeah, that's the story. Oh, because of the yoga pants? No, you would think when I said Alabama, you know, because of the yoga pants or something like that. No, because they don't want you to, they don't want them to learn long-term meditation and Hinduism. (laughs) (laughs) You would think it would have something to do with the clothing, but no. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with the South? (laughs) I was like... I've never, like, in all the times I've taken yoga, no one has ever, I'm like, yeah, what the, yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, because taking yoga, I started to think, ooh, ooh, this feeling a little Hinduistic, so um, I feel like I shouldn't, I shouldn't come anymore, because I feel like I'm going to be converted to follow Hindu, and that would just be wrong, because I am a Christian, and I am following the Bible to the T. Yes, I and, am. You know, the downward dog position is telling me all about him. That's another thing. When you when you said that, right, and I was waiting for the rest of the story, and and I said the the clothes, and you said no. Then I was thinking like, oh, is it because they're teaching them sex positions as well? Like what? Like <laughs> I, I, I I never would have thought religion. I like, said, I, like I, that would never have come into my mind that it was because of religion. <laughs> I said yoga, not karma sutra. And um oh you don't yeah. you don't think some of the yoga moves um make you a little bit more flexible than you normally would be? I need to practice yoga more, but you know. Oh, okay. 
and the names come on now the downward dog is over I have no reason to practice yoga (laughs) (laughs) the downward dog come on now the downward dog hey (laughs) like when I read the story I thought it was a joke and then I thought okay since it's Alabama in the south it's gonna have something to do with maybe the clothing or the positions or the names of the positions but no because they don't want them learning meditation. I'm like, what the hell do you think praying is, basically? You know what? You know. Um, don't you dare speak such blasphemy about praying. Like, Christians are the only ones that pray. Because they are. Well, you know. Um, okay. My bad. Well, Nobody else prays but Christians. Let me well, stop. Let me stop. I'm going to hell. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Well, you can te- you can join little Nas X and Mischief on your way there. You know, maybe they they'll have some room for you uh, with them in their Satan shoes. Uh, with blood on them. It, with blood, with on, blood them. on them. Is now here's the thing. This case, this is so it's so weird. So Mischief design that's the designer. Nike knew about the shoes. They knew what they were going to call them. It goes in with his video for Montero and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think what took it too far for Nike is when you had the actual drops of human blood on these shoes with a pentagram um, that they were only making 666. Oh, they put the devil symbol on it. Yeah, because they're the Satan shoes. Oh, but that's not okay. what got people. That's not what got people. What got, what got people, people with was the drop of blood. It wasn't it wasn't what? the Satan symbol? No. Nah. What oh. even the six hundred and sixty six pairs, you know, all those uh relations or all those connections to Satan and all that, right? The Church of Satan was happy. They were big happy about it. They well, were like, it's hey, the Church of you, Satan, you know. Can you cop us a pair? But so my thing was this. None of that even got me because you know I don't what got me was the price of these damn shoes. $1,018. That sounds about right. How much was the Jesus shoes? Um, I'm not, I think, I'm not sure. They better cost, how much were the Jesus shoes? Let's, let's, let's see. Research that real quick. I am. <laughs> we, want you, we want I am. Inquiring we, no, 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 no. While, while you're, while you're researching that, um yeah like I heard about these Satan shoes I didn't really read up on it because I will I'm not a fan of um Lil Nas X um I'll be honest and say I'm very uh what do you say when somebody is all about the looks what's that called shallow superficial superficial I could be a little superficial sometimes and Lil Nas X is just not cute enough for me to pay attention to um and so, but I heard about his Satan shoes. But here's the thing that I really like that he did. Because when he saw this whole controversy, um, he went on Twitter and he posted a picture of Lucifer. You know the TV show? hmm Lucifer. And he says, y'all coming after me because I named my shoes Satan. Um, Satan shoes. But ain't none of y'all come after the fact that um, you literally have a show called Lucifer that's about the devil. And he was like, what's the difference? And not only that, it's a good show. And it's a hit show. It's like, a hit show. 
It's a hit show. Like Netflix redeemed, they saved the show from Fox. Lucifer's been canceled so many times. It's like it's like a cat. And it, it has keeps coming back. Keep back. And, and it keeps coming back. Um, okay, so segue back. The holy water, the shoe, the Jesus shoes, they sold for four thousand dollars, and they had holy water in them. Oh well, well, yeah. well, holy water. Come on now. Now, granted, my thing is, is that Little Nas X shouldn't should shouldn't be. He, he shouldn't be surprised about the reaction because at the end of the day, um, Jesus shoes goes along with the idea that we have in this country of you know Christianity and everything like that. Satan shoes is evil and it's bad. So of course they're gonna react badly to the fact that he called his shoes Satan shoes and then he put blood on them. Very different from Holy well, my reaction to this was, look, I could have gone and caught me a pair of Nike spray painting them red and black and dropped my own blood on them <laughs> save me, like, uh, save me at least $900, you know. I ain't, I, I, I'll be honest and say, look, if you don't want them, don't get them. I ain't buying yeah. shoes called Satan shoes. What I look like, that is like me begging to be sent to hell. Absolutely not. Absolutely Thank not. You. But if somebody want to go and spend $2,000 on some Satan shoes, that's their money. Let them spend the money. What and girl, the shoes sold out in less than a minute. So there you go. Well, Nike, so Nike, I don't know what it is if they bowed to the pressure once people found out, you know, that they had to drop a blood on them. But Nike got a restraining order. They went, they took, went to court to stop to sell the shoes, and a judge bringing it a temporary restraining order. Um, so I don't know if those people are going to get their shoes or not. Someone better give me my shoes or my money. And then, um, you know, so this all goes along. But why the drop video. of blood? I guess that's just a Satan thing. I don't know. You know, people, like, we have to find if you call them Satan shoes and design them that like, but why you got to put blood on them? Well, the, sh- the Jesus shoes had holy water. Lord, forgive me, please. Okay. Okay. Now, you know, don't be comparing, comparing blood to holy. Holy water is a whole different thing. That that just that's just bringing a bad omen onto yourself. Nah, nah. <clears throat> but whoever bought them, more power to you. You go ahead and you spend that money. I mean, you could have passed me that money instead, you know, because um, I need it. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and buy those Satan shoes with blood on them. Well, you know, people were talking about. Well, first of all, some people were like, "Well, the kids," and I'm like, "Well, first of all, if your kid comes to you and just asks you for a thousand dollars, and you not asking them what the hell they need a thousand dollars for." That's on you. That is bad parenting on your part. <laughs> okay. Um, second of all, they were, it goes in, it ties, it all ties into his video, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, where he is basically giving the devil a lap dance. And um, they, you know, that's where people also had a big problem. And that's where they really got set saying, well, the kids love you and what are you doing with this? And he's like, not my responsibility to raise your kids I'm not necessarily making music for your kids and so um you know that's what he's like he's like I'm a grown yeah because shitty and- music is shitty music no matter who you make it for <laughs> I'm not a big villainous I like how do I say this I'm not a fan of his music Although I do like the song Panini, I hate the song Old Town Road, even though it's like one of the most successful singles of all time. 
big ups to him. I'm not mad at him. I hate the song. I hate the BTS remix version, Soul Town Road. I just cannot stand the song. It drives me crazy. I did like Panini. Um, I watched Montero. And unlike you, I did watch it with the uh, off of mute. And um, yeah, it's still not my thing. But more, but more sh- power to him. Shout out to him for being himself, true to who he is. Um, okay, I have a question. <clears throat> yeah, I have a question. Do you yeah. think? Okay, and this is not. You know, you know, I'm very open minded. Um, mm-hmm. But, ooh, I hate that because that makes it seem like I got a black friend. Oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> do you think that part of his pop, because I'll be honest and say, I like Panini as well. I like Old Town Road. That's my jam. Um, but everything else that he's put out has not, like, I'm just like, what the heck? Now, do you think that his popularity is still there partly because he's out and he's he came out as gay? So it's kind of like, a thing, a shtick? Um, no, I think because I, what, I, like, or oh, well, you know, kids today love horrible music anyway. Um, because I don't think he has the musicality that I think he's fallen into the trap of mainstream. If that makes any sense, like it's 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 not his it's not his oh like I don't know I don't know I just feel like it, it's not his thing anymore like he's just going going this way to like make money based on the fact that his name's already out there so you can put out trash and you can put out garbage and it's still going to sell so I'm like rather than you know sitting back and really putting something out worthwhile he's not doing that or I I am gonna say for my opinion I don't feel that he's doing that but that's just me. I don't. I don't know how other people feel, but um, because it it ain't significant anymore. Like, well, the critical mass. I, I get. The, I mean, don't get me wrong. Just because I don't like it, I understand what he was doing with the video. Um, you know, the whole being gay and devil thing, and how people think being gay is a sin, and you know, kind of, he's dancing with the devil and. So oh, um, he, I get the oh. allegory of it. Was um, that was that know, the message? That's what I took from it, and just oh. based on stuff that he said. And that was one of the things. It kind of goes back to what you said. Now, when he came out, and that, and I think that's one that's one of the reasons why I I am a fan of his, but not necessarily his music, is because he did it on his own terms. Yeah, he, he came out at the height. He came out the height of Old Town Road. He wasn't mm-hmm. about to be outed. It wasn't some scandal. Um, his company told him not to do it. His managers told him not to do it. Everyone told him don't. And he did it anyway. And he did it anyway. So I applaud him for that. And so I think since then, he's just kind of been living life on his terms and trying to figure it out, especially as a black man and a black man in the music business, who's a country hip hop type of, I don't know, crossover genre thing. I don't know. But so I applaud that. And I applaud that he's still here making the music in the mainstream and so I, I can applaud that. Um, like I said, the only song of his that I've ever really liked was Panini. So Montero, I get what he's trying to do with it. I applaud it. The critical masses have loved it. Um, all the reviews that I've seen about it, they loved it. They think it's doing great things to move uh, queer musicians into the spotlight. <laughs> no, it's and, not. 
but okay. Hey, I'm <laughs> just telling you what I've read on the, you know. And so I was, so I got it. Um, and, you know, they were also talking about how there's some controversy because they said it ripped off FKA Tweets' cellophane video. Well, come to find out they had the same video director or the same art director. So um, he, he, so some of the images were the same. And he actually did say, hey, um, you know, her video was dope. And there are some, you know, there might be some images that are reminiscent of that. But it wasn't necessarily intent on, rob- on ripping her off or you know, and she was like, she appreciated the nod to the similarities in the videos. And, and I guess if you're working with the same director then, or um, the same art director, then there might be some similarities to it. But um, yeah, so I know you, we had a conversation earlier this week, and it was one where I'm I not getting like into it. it. <laughs> See, I was going to say, I, I felt like it was one if we had been. If, if we had been on the phone, probably would have hung up on me per usual. But um, I know that you you didn't, you said you didn't want to get into it, so I won't bring it up. Because I don't want you to hang up on me now. Um, but, so, are you looking forward to see what else he has to put out? What else I'm not is a coming fan from this album? So, I don't care for his music, so I don't care for his songs. <laughs> so, No. <laughs> Like, I didn't even know he came out with something until the whole Satan shoot controversy came out. I was like, oh, shoot, he came out with a new song? What? Oh, okay. But, no, I'm not a fan of Lil Nas X. Like you, I like him, but his music, nah, I'm good. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to be a fan of rappers these days. Um, I don't know. Because they're all like... trash? Yeah, pretty much. There are a few that I like, and I might like a song here or a song there, something just just like on the radio or something that I hear. But I, it's hard for me to go through and say I'm a fan. Like I would want to go see them in concert, or I I need to hear this all the time. Um, but you know, big shot. I, I I wish him continued success. I really do, and I hope that he continues to do his thing. And um. I get it. And I have to say the branding was genius. The whole marketing ploy with the Satan shoes and all that, it was genius. It got people talking, um, you know, and it also got a bunch of people mad. And of course, Republicans, you know, um, them and their anti-cancel culture, they were tweeting him. And I'm like, y'all, everything you have going on in the world and in all these different states, y'all want to tweet at him over a video and some shoes. That's great. All right. Um, And to clean this up, to round this out, I have some sad news, Tammy. We're not gonna talk I, about I big hit. Break. Yeah, we we gonna get there. I, I, you I just had to round I, this I, out I, like you was ending after the sad news. Oh no, I, I I have to start with the sad, and we're gonna end with the good. So, oh. are you are are you holding your heart? Are you are you in a good place right now? Um, because I know what you're about to bring up, you're gonna realize my reaction is not sad. But go ahead. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Rez Jean Page is not returning to Bridgerton. Can I just say that he wasn't planning on really returning to Bridgerton anyway? <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's like this big story and everybody's so sad. 
and I'm just like, this is how you could tell that none of these people, like, they were all fans of him because he's a really, really good-looking guy, rather than the whole story of how the series is going to go, because they're, they don't really show up in the season two. When they were talking about him showing up in season two, it was only because of the popularity of him as an actor um, and his character, and they were trying to see how they could bring um, them back, him and Daphne back, um, into the show for season two but to be really honest like they were gonna come like maybe pop up like two three times and then pop right back out because they're no longer the significant characters in season two that they would be in season one so I'm actually okay with him not being there <laughs> look <laughs> I need you for once to just go along with the flow and go with the game. I need you to cry some tears of sadness, okay? I need you to be upset and feel the people's pain. Empathize with the people. If, with the people that don't know how the storyline goes? Because most people haven't read those books from the 12th century. But come on, but we read, the, we read the articles. We read the articles on where they said that the only reason why they were going to bring him back a couple times was because of the popularity of, of him. That's the only reason why. Like, yeah. I read the articles. Everybody read the articles. Now everybody's upset and they're like, oh my, and I'm like, he, it's not even season two. It's not even about him. But any, Okay, but I understand why because you're we're losing a really, really good looking guy on the series. A really good looking hot guy. The hottest guy <laughs> was on the series out of all the other Bridgertons. He's like the hottest one out of all of them. I can definitely understand why people are sad because now you have to look at Anthony and Benedict and Colin. They're not bad looking. Oh lord. They're not there goes your optimism again. They ain't him. They no, they definitely not him, but they not just you know trash. They're not bottom feeders. I can look at no, them. No, they're ordinary. Like looking, they're ordinary all American looking guys. Even though they're British, all British guys. I don't know what they call then that their means, regular dudes. That means that they would be. They that means that they would be like Prince William, who was voted sexiest bald <laughs> man alive. up today <laughs> oh my god better looking than the rock jason Statham. um who else who else who, who else balls who else balls stanley tucci ll cool j L, cool j like you mean to tell me and the thing is he ain't even fully bald he's going bald all right he needs to let it go like <laughs> dude do you know how much he would age down if he would just get rid of that I don't even know. Don't tell him that. Don't head. tell him that. Nothing is going to make him look good. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, he was really good looking when he was younger. Yes, he was. Not anymore. All that He's not aging well and at all. cheating and racism, like, that just killed his looks. Yeah, so, but yeah, so. Sexiest um, dude, though. Yep, sexiest bald dude. Sexiest bald head. Yeah. So, you know. All right. <laughs> and BTS, our favorites. They were uh, nominated for a Brit uh, Award, which is kind of like the British version of the Grammys. So hopefully they'll do better with the Brits than they did with the Grammys. Um, I I don't know if they're sides, but yeah, I'm sure they'll do better because they got racism in their country just like we do. 
I said hopefully. Look, I'm being realistic about that. Because, uh, I, just, I, I say it's more likely they'd give it to them than we did, just because you know they gotta find a way to deal with all of their um immigrant population and everything that's going on in their country. That'd be a good way <laughs> to look. Be like, look, the United States didn't give it to them, but we did. Boom. Yeah, you know, because they they went all out on the BAFTAs and then the Oscars followed, but then, you know, they were then a couple weeks later, you got how the BAFTAs were just like uh, glory noms too. So we'll see what happens. But I don't know if they're playing to perform on the Brits or whatever, but, you know, good luck to them. Shout out to uh, the smart thing would have them perform at the Brit Awards. That would be the smart decision. Yeah. Um, and then their company, Hybe, which I'm still going to call Big Hit. I don't, no disrespect, but I think it's pronounced Hybe or H-Y-B-E. They are about to buy Justin Bieber's management company, which is owned by um, Scooter Braun for a billion bucks, a billion dollars. Why would you say Justin uh, Bieber's management company? Why would you well, <laughs> that was what the article was like that they're about read, to buy so. ariana grande's management company management company yeah and i was gonna get to that demi lovato <laughs> yeah like they're all they're all managed by scooter braun so um ariana grande they're so managed they, by so, scooter braun's company ithaca holdings correct and so now um army and Arianators might get that long-awaited collab. It might be a little easier to make that happen that they've been wanting um, between BTS and Ariana, more specifically JK and Ariana. Um, we will see what happens. It ain't their that. record but, company, huh? It's not their record company. No, but you know, it it might be easier when you have the same managers or whatever. I mean, hell, if. I'm just saying from a business perspective, if I owned either, if I ran either record company, whoever is at, I don't know which company, I don't know which um, record company Ariana's with, but I would make it happen because that's just going to make me some money, period, point blank. Anybody, well, they anybody on my label. planning on right now keeping the America, um, their American company as well and their Korean company separate. Um, because they are trying to diversify from um, BTS and uh, their music, their record label in um, in South Korea. So that's not their their goal. I mean, no. I mean, not to. I'm not talking about joining the companies. I'm just talking about making them have them do a duet or a collaboration. But that's what I'm I, saying. I, they they said big- that they want to. They're they're not. They're trying to keep it separate, so they're not looking into like you know all all of that right now. Like all they're trying to do is diversify from being so dependent on, you know, BTS. At least that's what they were. That's what they said. I get, but letting them letting BT letting them collab with someone is not. I yeah, them collaborating wouldn't have anything with them doing being dependent on BTS is just a good money thing. It's good business. Um, you have two of the hottest acts in the world doing a duet. It's a great song. We would hope. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, does it for this episode of the Wind Down Rewind. Be sure to catch the daily wind down on the popcornwinddown.com. Plug, plug, plug. Daily. Published Sunday through Friday. And as usual, thank you for joining us. I'm Eddie. 
And I'm Tammy. Bye.